0: lecture topic abandoning futilities in preparation for ramadan behind the scenes now the rest of the dunya they look at what's on the surface what is visible what is apparent and that is where it all stops if there's some severe weather patterns so what are the apparent reasons for this global warning warming and this, that and the other and that's where it stops but is there something behind the scenes behind the scenes so now here again the dunya behind the scenes refers to people somebody got some agenda and this is some conspiracy of some sort and somebody is this is man made and induced by man and all these kind of things whether it is floods whether it is earthquake whether it is an now all these theories and conspiracy theory, theories but have we looked into the Quran Sharif, have we looked into the Hadith Sharif, have we looked into what we have been told by Allah and His Rasul Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam so that is where we start off as Mu'mineen, as believers that is our starting point and then after having understood that, what is our line of action in the light of what has been told to us in the Quran and that is of most importance to us. Now we've discussed this briefly last week, the earthquake that has happened and so many things that have happened, what change has it brought in my attitude to life, in my attitude to how I deal with day-to-day things in terms of my Obedience to Allah wa Ta'ala, giving up sin, changing my life for the better, coming back onto Deen. So, now another week has passed, we've heard more things. At that time, one week ago, we heard a small number compared to currently that so many people have passed away. Now we've heard it's gone into 35,000 and almost 40,000. What change has this made to our approach to life, our involvement in things, what we are doing, we've heard about flooding somewhere, we've heard about now so many issues around us. What are we doing about it? What have we done in terms of our own lives? That's the question. That is the issue that we have to ponder over. In the Quran Sharif, Allah Ta'ala says, Zahar al fil barri wal bahri bima kasabat that this mischief and corruption has appeared on the oceans and on land due to what insan has done. And Allah Ta'ala's decisions are based on the actions of the believers. In terms of dunya, that is what it is. The akhirat, there is nothing for the disbelievers in the akhirat. They are doomed to perpetual torment and misery and suffering in Jahannam. Akhirat, Jannat is only for the believers but the halat of dunya are based on how the believers conduct themselves because the disbelievers is already completely off the track. So how we conduct ourselves, this is what is going to be the outcome. Whether it is the kind of people that rule over us, a'malukum ummalukum. Mentioned is that your actions are your rulers. Meaning the kind of actions you do, this is the kind of people that rule over you. If the people that are ruling over us are involved in a, in, in corruption, in whatever else, then we have to take our own actions. Are our actions such as an ummah? That we are involved in all kinds of things. Fraud, deceit, corruption, harming people, usurping people's wealth, doing things that are hurtful. So now when in a large scale, in a very wide scale, this is what's happening in the Ummad. So, A'malukum, our actions have become our rulers. That's the kind of people that then rule over us. So, we will have a lot of complaint about others, but we don't stop to also take some note of what we are doing and do some self-check. What are we doing and how are we conducting ourselves? So, this is the very, very important aspect. We are now heading close towards the Mubarak month of Ramadan and this is a month to really connect with Allah tabarak wa ta'ala. That is what the Mubarak month of Ramadan is for. That we totally disconnect ourselves from things that are an obstacle in the path of deen, an obstacle in getting closer to Allah Ta'ala and connect ourselves to Allah Ta'ala. Now that connection, the primary aspect of that connection is to give up sin. A person wants to connect something, so now for example, there is some appliance, so he wants to connect it, so that the appliance can work, whatever it might be, it might be his stove now, so he wants it to function, so that he can do his cooking on it, he can do so many things on it, or oh, it's an air conditioner, now he needs to connect it to the, power source, so that the power may flow through, and that air conditioner may now work, and as a result, he will be able to enjoy the, coolness of that air conditioner, so now that is the, what he's trying to achieve, in order to get that coolness, he's going to have to connect it. But now there's a barrier in between. The barrier is that, for example, there's something that is tied over that plug, very, very tightly, it's wrapped up over it, there's a whole cloth that's wrapped up over it. How is that going to connect to the power source? You can't put it in the socket. Or something else is wrapped over it very tightly, so now you have this air conditioner that can do a wonderful job and cool the place down, but till it's not going to be connected, we can't get that enjoyment of that air conditioner. So likewise, since Allah's Father Allah Ta'ala has blessed us with Iman, blessed us with His greatest wealth, and this is what draws down the help of Allah Ta'ala. But we need to connect ourselves to Allah Ta'ala as well the Iman is already a level of connection but to connect ourselves in a way that then draws down the enjoyment of all the good conditions of the peace, the happiness, the serenity and all the things that go along in this regard so now what we need to do is connect ourselves but now if we have put sins in between as a barrier so now that connection is not achieved as a result of which the good conditions, the cool and enjoyable good conditions that is far away from us and rather we are experiencing the opposites so we need to now look deeply within ourselves where we are headed to, what we are trying to achieve and how we are going to achieve it, we can only achieve it in coming back to Allah there is no other way and the month of Ramadan is this time to connect ourselves so that we can achieve all this good of dunya and akhirat Now the first thing in this regard is to get rid of that barrier, to remove those barriers. That's the barrier of sin. Now we need to search within ourselves and make a concerted effort to remove, make toba from all these wrongs. One of the most common issues that has become the biggest barrier in our progress nowadays is the aspect of the phone and its misuse the abuse of the phone, the smartphone has become the biggest obstacle for most people so now we are heading towards the month of Ramadan and this is now something to think about very carefully how are we going to connect ourselves to Allah Ta'ala if we are so deeply connected to this phone one is connected to things that are futile that too is a barrier that too is an obstacle, but then we still connected to haram, then where are we going to finish off? How is that going to ever allow us to connect ourselves to Allah Ta'ala? Now many a person says, no, no, when the month of Ramadan comes, then I'm going to stop all this and I'm going to concentrate and focus myself on Ramadan. So this is wishful thinking that we're going to continue engaging ourselves in all these futile things and Allah forbid haram things till the day of the day before Ramadan and then we just gonna like switch off some button and everything will come right and we'll be able to achieve the maximum from the Mubarak month of Ramadan this is all just wishful thinking. It doesn't happen like that. Generally, if a person hasn't made an effort beforehand to rid himself of something, when the time comes to now make that decision he generally just gets carried away and doesn't get anywhere. He still continues in that same manner and maybe one two days he stops and then back to the square one. As a result the whole month of Ramadan is lost. Now, this is a very very serious matter in one Hadith Sharif which we discussed many times and which will be discussed inshallah in future as well. Nabi Kareem came into the masjid and he stood on the first step of the member and he said Amin. then the second step, then the third step, then he each time said Amin. And then he came down, the Sahaba said that we see, we saw something today we didn't see before. What does this mean? So Nabi S.S. said on each step, Devi wasallam had come, he had made a bad du'a, he had invoked a curse, and on each occasion I said Ameen. Now can we imagine what this is all about? Many people become extremely concerned because somebody cursed them, now they're worried, will this curse fall or not, so we shouldn't do anything that now we invite people's curses, and neither should we curse anybody. This is not a good thing to do at all. if that person is not uh, he is not wrong or he is not entitled to be cursed, he is not deserving of the curse, and if we curse him then that curse rebounds on the one who has given the curse. So, cursing somebody can become very dangerous. We might curse somebody else, but that person is not deserving of that curse. We think he is deserving, but he is not deserving of the curse, it will rebound on us. Mentioned in the Hadith Sharif, that curse rises first towards the heavens, but it is not accommodated there, the doors of the heavens are closed, goes back forth, then it eventually goes towards the person who was cursed. If it is that he is deserving of that curse it'll fall on him. But if not, then it'll come back to where it started off from. It'll come back on the person who who made that curse, who gave who said that. So it's a very dangerous thing. Now so therefore we should not be cursing anybody and neither do we invite anybody's curses. But here now this is the curse from Jibre Salah. Subhanallah the greatest angel of Allah so he would not come and say something like this on his own he would only do it by the command of Allah because the angels only do what Allah commands they do what they are commanded only so he would have come and done this on the command of Allah and then who is saying I to it Nabi kareem sallallahu alaihi wasallam right in the Masjidun Nabawi on the member of Masjidun Nabawi can we imagine all oh, all these things put together how certainly accepted this is so now among the three things that were mentioned there that Jibbis said may that person be destroyed who well, the month of Ramadan came to him he attained the month of Ramadan he had that opportunity and time available but he did not make use of it correctly as a result of which he was not forgiven this is such a major issue, such a serious matter, that such a person, a Kareem sallallahu Alaihi wa sallam, is invoking a curse upon him. So this is not a plaything; it's a very serious matter. It's not that well, Ramadan came and went, we didn't do anything, next year we'll see. We're inviting this, the effects of this very severe curse, Allah save us. So now we need to start off preparing now. There's just over a month left, just over a month, before we know it, this time will be gone. Just over a month we need to now become very conscious and prepare for this. So how are we going to prepare? One of the most important preparations is to get rid of all the social media from the phone. All the social media get it off. What is totally necessary for immediate Communication with some fam, fam, immediate family or something provided there is nothing wrong that is happening there there is no not, non-mahrams or groups etc. On that particular for that particular purpose just some one particular app may be fine. But that too has to be controlled very carefully. But as far as all the other things are concerned we should be far away from all this. Then Especially all these casual groups, just for the sake of some general chit-chat carries on. And now everybody has got something to say, but that something is very often some ghibat also. Now we are fasting and somebody is now making ghibat on the group. And the whole group is reading it, nobody is saying anything. Everybody becomes sinful. Now if you don't stop all this now, all this will carry on in Ramadan. So we need to make a decision and take a firm step forward, that I am not going to continue with all the social media etc, I am going to get out of all this and inshallah this will become a means of attaining the the blessings of Ramadan very greatly. So now we need to start this off now, not later. Later might become too late, it might not be possible to achieve anything then. So we need to get going, make this decision. Don't wait for maybe we'll see later while something inshallah may have come in the heart that yes I need to correct myself, I need to, to remove this out of my life. We, we take the step immediately. We're going to leave it for another time. By that time shaitan will come and whisper something else in our minds and we'll get washed away with shaitan's ghuswasa whispers. And we need to recognize that. That any time we want to do something good, but then we are being distracted, or some other thoughts are coming in, or somebody else is telling us something which is taking us in the opposite direction, whereas we've understood this is the right thing to do. That is shaitan, that is the vaswasa of shaitan, that is through the agent of shaitan. We need to become conscious of this. And don't get caught up in this trap. Reject those thoughts. By simply reciting La hawla wa quwwata illa billahi al Recite ta'wud A'udhu billahi min rajim And turn the attention away from that To something permissible Turn the attention to something even greater From something permissible even greater is The tilawat of the Quran Sharif Allah ta'ala zikr, dua Don't get caught up in this idle conversations And futile talk Which is not going to benefit us in any way Neither in dunya nor in akhirat it doesn't help us in any way. People want to just talk about this happened, that happened. What is going to benefit us? Does it achieve anything for us? Rather all the risks are there that it might even already be rebirth or it might become rebirth. And then what we lost. And imagine in the month of Ramadan the entire blessings and rewards of the fast is all destroyed because of the effect of that rebirth. So we need to become Conscious about all this, take the step forward, remove the smartphone out of our life. Out of sheer necessity, if it's required to have a phone for some really necessary issue, the smallest, simplest phone. And if we have this smartphone for whatever reason, get out of all the social media groups as a least. And the little bit that is there has to be controlled very, very well. Otherwise, this can become a major problem. Shaitan will do his utmost to try and destroy our Ramadan. And if we don't take the step now, Allah forbid, we'll get caught up in that. Then we'll say now, okay, when Ramadan starts, I'm going to stop all this. Ramadan will start, and half Ramadan will be gone, two-thirds will be gone, we'll be finishing this now, and we'll still be in all the same things. Allah Taala save us and protect us. So, let us now... Ponder deeply What we are going to do What changes we are going to make To our day to day routine How we are going to Give up certain things That we shouldn't be having In our lives How we are going to Try to increase Our amal Get closer to Allah Ta'ala. So this is all That we have to Ponder over Take decisions And start moving forward We may discuss those Decisions with our Muallimahs Take their advice Take their guidance And inshallah We will see the Tremendous benefit That will come out of this Ramadan It's not a time to just while away, we'll have seri, we'll have iftar, eat double at iftar and we feel now everything is done. If we don't be careful about these things, we'll lose the fast. What a great ibadat. But we'll lose it. We cannot afford to do so. We have to preserve it. So therefore, we need to now become very conscious, think carefully, take the necessary steps. To correct ourselves, to protect ourselves from the things that are harmful to our iman, to our amal. In particular, incorrect company, wrong company. Make every effort to stay far away. Forget joining. Don't join. Stay far away. Because when a person will be close by, he'll get caught up in it. So stay far away from company that is not conducive. Otherwise this will lead to a big problem for us in dunya and akhirat so these are just some pointers and guidelines allah ta'ala give us tawfiq allah ta'ala give us the correct understanding give us the true realization of who we are and where we are headed to allah ta'ala except one and all wa akhiru da'wana alhamdulillahirabbil alamin allahumma lakal hamdu kulluhu wa lakash shukru kullu. allahumma la nuhsi an alayka anta kama asnayta ala nafsik jaza allah 'anna nabiyyana muhammadan sallallahu alayhi wa sallam bi ahlu ربنا علمنا انفسنا وان لم تخف لنا وترحمنا لنكونن من الخاسرين اللهم افتح لنا بالخير واختم لنا بالخير واجعل عواقب امورنا بالخير بيدك الخير انك على كل شيء قدير ربنا هب لنا من ازواجنا وَذُرِّيَاتِنَا قرة اعين وجعلنا للمتقين اماما ربنا فاغفر لنا ذنوبنا وكفر عنا سيئاتنا وتوفنا مع الابرار ربنا وأهتنا ما وعدتنا على رسلك ولا تخزنا يوم القيامة إنك لا تخلف الميعاد اللهم إنا نسألك من خير ما سألك منه نبيك وحبيبك سيدنا محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم ونعوذ بك من شر مستعذك منه نبيك وحبيبك سيدنا محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم أنت المستعان وعليك البلاغ ولا حول ولا قوة إلا بالله العلي العظيم وصلى الله تعالى على خير خلقه سيدنا محمد وآله واصحابه المعين الحمد لله